I'm Drew. I'm Brian. And I'm Laura. And this is our pop culture movie podcast where I assume by now it's like 60 something movie episodes. There were 40 some odd plus TV episodes. You know how this rolls, right? Basically, in this podcast, we watch something that should have been seen by us that is generally considered a pop culture classic or during the TV episodes. TV shows that we just wanted to watch, but uh, <laughs> one or all three of us have not seen the movie that we're going to be watching, and we guess what we think that movie's about, and then we watch it together, yes. and yes. we see if we're right or wrong. It's hilarious. I don't know why I'm waiting. Um, like I don't I know, know what I know. we do. I'm like, what's he going to say next? <laughs> but we, <laughs> that's how I feel with all of Drew's intros. I know they're never ever you you. The listener has doesn't know this about me, but I've begged Brian. I'm like, can we just do like film one good intro and always keep it? And Brian's like, no, I want to know what's gonna happen. What comes out so, of your mouth yeah, on the top of your head, and it's always different every single time. But today is actually a really cool and uh, special episode. Um, if you know our um, audience, you've been voting on things, uh, what we should be watching each month, and the month of July was Action Month, and we said. What should we watch? And you all, we did a Nick Cage fest, and you all almost did the wrong thing and picked Gone in 60 Seconds, but picked Con Air, which was acceptable and a good movie and fun episode. Uh, but we did not give you an opportunity to vote a second time, and it was not punishment for anybody. Um, but it was because what's about to go down right now is about three in a half years in the making. <laughs> um, we have a special guest uh, host with us today. And uh, all I can really say is that this host, I used to have a uh, tagline when, I, when we started this saying, hi, I'm Drew, and I've seen a lot of movies. And this person, a friend of mine, <laughs> known for years, was the first person to ever email into Real Doofs. And the first thing that came on that email was, every time I hear your intro that you've seen a lot of movies, it makes me laugh. <laughs> and my first immediate thought was, Richard, you will never be on this podcast. <laughs> um, you almost got however, yourself banned. <laughs> however, uh, our friend here, Richard, uh, you've been waiting and waiting and waiting and graciously waiting. We wanted to have you on earlier. Then 2020 hit. Yep. And we weren't doing things in person for a long time. And finally, you know, last year we were thinking about getting you in, but we couldn't get the right time frame. And this year we finally figured the right thing out for you. And it's happening now. Richard, you are in a room with the, with us. Hi, our friend Richard is with us right now. Richard, how the hell are you? Welcome. I'm doing all right, and thank you for having me. I, as you just said, this has been like three and a half years in the making, and I am so excited. Also a little nervous, so... But, uh, yeah. Uh, my name is R.H. Lewis, but please call me Sid. Um, and, uh, yeah, I know Drew from way back when we worked at a movie theater together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm still doing the movie theater thing, but uh, mainly I watch a lot of movies. Yes, a lot of movies. Um, more I'm, than Drew? Way, way more than me. Way, I'm, like, I'm up to about. I, I'm just shy of 300 for this year. Oh my um, goodness! This, is, okay. this man is not a joke. Yeah, that's probably more than I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, I, I watch a lot. The, the, what What makes it difficult to compare is that you know the movies I watch versus movies Drew watches. Correct. Uh, not as much overlap as you'd expect. Okay. Uh, I don't watch a lot of dramas or okay. romances. Um, very iffy on comedies and sports movies. New, no. you okay. but not, not a sports. I mean, to be fair, you. I wouldn't say like you don't do. You dabble in mainstream and you I generally do. see what interests you in the theaters. But you 
are a person who hunts out gems and rarities. That is correct, yes. And this guy has introduced me. This is the guy who introduced me to The Room. All right, like okay. I had never seen the room, and he's like, we were talking about bad <laughs> movies, and he's like, you need to see this, you need to see Troll Two, and I was like, do I need to see Troll One? He's like, no. no. <laughs> and like, like we've. I mean, you really should see Troll One because it's the first Harry Potter movie. Yes, but still, <laughs> that's not a joke. It's not a joke, um, but it is a joke. <clears throat> I've but never it's not seen Harry Potter, so we won't even. I don't know where to go from that. <laughs> I know. The, Laura. The, main, <laughs> the main character is literally named Harry Potter Jr. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, it's amazing. But Troll 2, even more amazing. They're not even trolls. I don't even want to go further than that. But uh, we, at one point, Richard and I, like, Richard, th- this is, again, how bizarre and, like, uh, Richard goes. Is, like, at one point, Warner Brothers specifically made a print-out-a-DVD-on-demand service where they were, like, we have a bunch of these really old movies that most people consider garbage. Um, we don't know what to do with them. We're not going to make a mass DVD printing of them. If somebody wants one, we'll print one out mm-hmm. and send it. And Richard found this movie called Your <laughs> Y-O-R. And it, the poster is literally like a man standing on a, like a, a just like a, a like land mass that's breaking apart. He's on like just enough to hold him up and he's just screaming your and he looks like he's in like a loincloth. Very interesting. Okay. Um, I, opening scene, he fights a dinosaur. Is that accurate? Yes, uh, that's yes. accurate. Yes, okay. Um, again, this is what we watched. He also introduced me to some of the uh, amazing Japanese horror uh, that I have seen. Um, but Richard has opened, definitely opened doors that I never would have typically gone through. <laughs> and we're, we would watch movies like after work close of movie like and put something on and um again some of the weirdest shit i've ever seen richard <laughs> is like this that. is a chest, treasure chest we were literally reminiscing on the way here about one uh i, I can't i don't even it's so weird so um uh, i love it it's it's i'm very glad to hear that you remember your hunter from the future because we'll be talking about that one later. <laughs> yeah. it will come up that's um, amazing um one other thing i just want to mention really mm-hmm. quick um, is how much I also, I don't think I've really had time, really ever a chance to tell Richard this, but, um, you were an amazing like person at the theater. When I joined the theater, you were the head projectionist 2008 Batman had come out first off. The first experience I had of coming to that theater was the IMAX. I got invited to a screening of the IMAX of dark Knight. That was like July of 2008. I came, I knew I was coming to work there and I was still finishing up at my other one. We went and this guy, worked on 70 millimeter, 70 millimeter IMAX print. He's the guy who taught me and let me, I did my own like 70 millimeter cut of a movie. Like I built one. It's no fucking joke. That shit is insane to deal with. And it's the most finicky thing I've ever seen. (laughs) Like if that area was two degrees too high or low, you basically were like, Hey, this print is going to be destroyed. The Mm. theater, the projector is going to eat this shit up. It was insane. Like, and again, Richard was one of the guys who taught me how to properly, like, like, do projection work. Like, I was doing it messily from the two <laughs> theaters that I had done projections, and this guy had pride in it. So I've always appreciated that man. You've always been a very, very uh, willing uh, to, you know, teach. And I, I'm sorry that you don't get to play with film anymore. Um, it's a bummer. I am too, honestly. Yeah, it's a bummer. It's I miss it, but. Anywho, enough on that. I don't mean to try to get too sentimental, but I always just wanted to say thank you, man. You've always mm-hmm. been amazing. So, 
glad to have you here tonight. I, I'm glad to be here. And we are here to watch the 1982 Edward R. Pressman, Dino De Laurentiis, Universal Pictures production, Conan the Barbarian. But before we get to that, I brought a game. Okay. Because <laughs> All right. you guys like games. <clears throat> All right. I, I'm sorry. Uh-oh. What? No, no. Okay. I, I don't want to interrupt, but just... Um, <laughs> but he's going to. I'm going to. Um, yeah. Because that's... Welcome that's, to the guest <laughs> yes, yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> On the way up here, Richard was like, I have a game. Um... And what did you exactly say? It's a little... A little spicy? A little spicy. Oh. Is that going to be okay? And I immediately said, yes, because yes. I want to see where this goes. Yes. So okay. please, I will not interrupt any further, but I probably will. <laughs> All right. So the way I want to do this, this is basically similar to the format of your Dave Flicks, where oh, I'm going to give you this. a title and it's either column A or column B. Okay. Okay. So the way I want to do this, I want to do five quick rounds where okay. we just... Uh, everybody okay. answers each round. Okay. So I'm going to give you a title. Yeah. And you have to decide, is that title an episode of the original Star Trek series that aired from 1966 <laughs> to 1968? Or, Drew, <laughs> is it the title of a pre-video era so-called golden age? <laughs> Drew's almost crying here. Um, like, shot on film, feature length, Porno. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yep. So, Star Trek or porn? Let it me know. Should, it shouldn't be hard, but I'm guessing it's going to be, <laughs> which is even weirder. That's I the title of one of them. I didn't know where this was going in the car. All he said was first was like, is it okay if we do something spicy? Yes. Do you uh, guys like Star Trek? <laughs> I was like, okay, I don't know where this is going, so let's do it. Uh, so, okay. fun fact, uh, I have seen all of the original Star Trek series Ooh, I said times. Brian probably is not. I love Star Trek. Okay. I thought you were going to say you've seen all a lot the porn. <laughs> I've seen all the Golden Age pornos. All right. Let's do this. All right. So we're going to go in order from where you're sitting. So we'll start with Brian. All right. Round one. Space Seed. Oh, my God. That's Star Trek. Well, if Brian's seen them all, then I'm going to go with Star Trek, too. Okay. I'll just, for fun, I'll go porno. I'm only trusting his first guess, and then after I that... I seem that more confident than I am. Okay, yeah, you seemed very confident. All right. All right. I'm All ready. Right. Round two. The Man Trap. <laughs> I do think that some... Like, I do think that some of them could be both. Mm. I do also think this one's Star Trek. Yep. I was going to say Star Trek, too, for this I'm one. I'm going to go with Star Trek. Okay. Hang on. Tabulating now your responses here. Now I'm guessing my first guess. <laughs> I think it's a porn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, round three, Prisoner of Paradise. I'm going to go porn in this one. I'm going to go Star Trek. Me too, Star Trek. That seems like a lame porn. I don't know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> round four, Equation to an Unknown. Yes. <laughs> That's a porn. That's a porn. Please be a porn <laughs> Porn all around. <laughs> all three. <laughs> what is it? Just too too deliberately trekky? Yeah. Yep. I'm just like, yep. All right. And round five, the Savage Curtain. <laughs> Star Trek. I think that's a porn. 
I'll go Star Trek. Okay. No, you're right. That that would be a weird porn. All right, so it's probably Star Trek. <laughs> oh well. You said Trek porn. Trek? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So circling back, round one, Space Seed is a Trek episode. Okay. It's actually, I I thought I'd go easy on you at uh-huh. first. That's a very famous one. Uh, it's the one that introduces Khan Singh, who would come back 15 years later in Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan. Khan! Yes, that Khan. All right. And let's see. Yeah, Drew, you, you answered porn, so. I did. I did, yes. <laughs> nope, you did not get that one. Uh, round two, The Man Trap, is a Star Trek episode. Okay. Uh, it's actually the very first Star Trek episode ever broadcast. Oh. So, okay. yeah, that's the one with the salt vampire. Okay. Are these so, all Star Trek? Did we just... <laughs> you see, that's what I was trying to get away from. Yes. Uh, round three, Prisoner of Paradise. That is a porn film. Oh. 1980, uh, produced and co-directed by Bob Chin and starring John Holmes. Oh. Oh, yes. okay. And before you ask, I have not seen it. <laughs> I, I have not seen it because it's actually a Nazi exploitation film, too. Oh, and oh boy. Okay. Weirdly enough, that's, that's like my one line. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, I draw the line at Nazi, like punching Nazis. Uh, but uh, yeah, Nazi exploitation stuff, like Ilsa Schiebel for the SS, you know, very famous cult movie. I'm like, eh, no, low priority. Okay, don't need to, don't need to go there. Uh, let's see, Equation to an Unknown. Yeah, you were all right. That that it is a gay porn from France from oh, 1980. Okay, uh, that apparently was long thought lost and recently rediscovered. And apparently is a good film. Also um, stars John Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, Vinegar Syndrome or one of their like sub labels uh, put it out recently, hmm. and uh, it has like a three point seven out of five <laughs> average rating on Letterboxd. Letterboxd. <laughs> and it's like, it's like, do I need to see this? <laughs> I'm like, apparently it's a very like moody, atmospheric, like gorgeously shot. I'm like. Okay. Mm. All right. I don't know. If any listeners have seen it, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit curious. We'll add it to our movie list. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Savage Curtain is Trek. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's the one where uh, Kirk meets Abe Lincoln. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, Kirk, Kirk okay. and Spock. And um, Spock's like Vulcan hero, Zurok. Uh, I think, and Abe Lincoln are forced into uh, gladiatorial combat against like four of the universe's like bloodiest butchers uh, by a, a race of sentient rock lobsters that are trying to decide which is stronger, good or evil. There's it's really ridiculous. great episodes of Star Trek that dabble in like philosophy and stuff, and then there's and then there's that. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's Wait. one of the the much later episodes. I feel yeah, just, like later they got into like weird like time travel stuff that just wasn't as they, interesting as yeah, like, season just, one was. But like, does does Abe Lincoln win? <laughs> he kills all the vampires. <laughs> yeah, does he get the crab people? Well, the cla- the crab people are not the uh, they're not the, the enemy. The they're butchers? just testing. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a silly episode. Chops him chops him down with his axe. <laughs> it's a silly episode. Okay. 
This Amazing. was great. That was so, so funny. <laughs> was that good? Was yeah, that, that was, was very great. Yeah. Tad yeah. spicy. Thank you. I love that. that. Was, yeah. I really have the pressure to think of a game now. You, you, <laughs> you really all have now. done great. Well, that was like, yeah. But that round, see, what, the, the quick rounds were I really like good. I like that, yeah. yeah. yeah what I like that. about that format, um, back in the day, because I'm old, um, <laughs> in the late 90s and early 2000s, there was a website called Brunching Shuttlecocks that just had all sorts of weird random stuff and they had these like quizzes that were insanely hard but they were they were this format um the most famous of them and probably the most popular was porn star or my little pony <laughs> and i don't care how big a brony you are or how big a perv you are going to fail that yeah like no one passes that it is impossible there was That's another so one it was um star trek the next generation episode title or Christian metal band. <laughs> also awesome. insanely difficult. Yeah. Um, but yeah. <laughs> that's, that's so funny. <laughs> I love it. I love this it. was amazing. So good. I, yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed that. Thank you, uh, my friend. I did good. I did good. You did very good. <laughs> yes. You Approved. did good, Sid. All right. So take us through All right. what's going on here with so, our next one. Are we ready to begin our day of high adventure with Conan the Barbarian? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think we are. All right. So... Who's in this movie, guys? I think I only know Conan. Is it what is it? Is there a reason why it's Conan, not not just Conan and not Conan? Is that okay. going to be discussed? We might as well address this up front. <laughs> it is t like the name Conan. You say Conan, but uh, no one in this movie says Conan. They say okay. Conan. Okay. So whatever, we'll go with Conan. I, I don't okay. care. It's splitting hairs to me, but it's yeah. just the yeah. Conan O'Brien right? might uh, have an issue. Yeah. That's all I Conan can think about. That's the only thing I could think it's about. Him. He's yes. the main and, and what was it, 1982? Yes. 1982. So the main character is Jason Momoa. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no. No, we're not. I no. It's a, we screened it's, that. We did. We screened we that, did. and it was not good. Not good at all. No. This is Arnold's first film, right? This is Arnold. Uh, not film. not his first film. Okay. But. I, uh, second, third. Oh, really? I'll, I'll go ahead and tell you, um, because it, it, I'll be harping on it much later on. Uh, it was not his first film, but it was the first film that made him a movie star. Okay. okay. And like this was kind of his like make it or break it moment. Mm. Right. And this is, like, you said, 82. 82. Yep. So then was his <clears throat> next movie Terminator for 84, or did he do something else? Um. I can't remember. He did. I, I want to say fairly close. I like, want to say it was like Red Heat or Raw Deal. Okay. Was maybe nobody in gives Schwarzenegger a Raw Deal. That's also sounds <laughs> like porno Italian. movie names. Yeah, <laughs> but, but pre-Terminator. Oh, okay. I, I didn't even tell you like some of the other uh, Star Trek titles I had that are actually <laughs> Star Trek episodes. Um, the funny. Naked Time. <laughs> That's two on the nose. What, yeah. Are, yeah. what are little girls made of? Oh my goodness. Gross. Okay. Charlie X. <laughs> Gross. Charlie X. <laughs> the Devil in the Dark. Those, those are all actual Star Trek episodes. That's great. I love it. But anyway. But, but okay, so yeah, I didn't Who's know that? anything about this movie going into it, but now that you say Arnold, now mm -hmm. I have like a vision in my head of him all big and muscly mm -hmm. standing on like a like a mountain but it's not like a green mountain like, <laughs> like a rock sand, mountain like a yeah yeah like a rock mountain with like something across his chest and he's ready to battle something okay that just as soon as you said that it popped yeah. into my head he's got like a cool headband 
Uh, he's got like Ooh, a big a sword. Kind of looks like the, like the a, master sword like from shield. Legends of Zelda. I think it's a special sword. Yeah. If I like, if I remember correctly, the sword is important for some reason. And, and he then pulls it out of the I, stone. No, no, not like that. But the best <laughs> thing is, like, I remember the logo, but not for the first movie. I was thinking it was the first movie, um, but I have seen the the logo of this and there's no sword and i'm like i swear in the title of one of the movies the sword is like <clears throat> underlining his name or something and it's the sequel i was getting mixed up so oh. i know there are two there's what we're watching conan the barbarian and there's a sequel conan the destroyer and there's a sword in like the title of destroyer but i recently there was a news story about a ancient uh, german sword that was uncovered and i thought it kind of looked like the sword and i sent it to richard i was like hey did they find conan's sword and he came back with conan would never fight with a sword with a serpent mouth and i was like that must have something to do with this movie okay. <laughs> like, so i'm going to uh, hold that till later okay but it was a very like aggressive text back like, how dare you send this and say conan would use this are there other people in this movie that we would know or... okay so that's that's the thing um the three leads in this movie there's arnold a bodybuilder who at this time was mainly known as a bodybuilder yeah. there's a surfer and there's a dancer so a little thin on the ground when it comes to uh okay yeah. wait, wait 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 just, just let me finish <laughs> there are i might be thinking of two the people there are two people that you will probably recognize okay. aside from Arnold and along with Arnold, Arnold and these two people, all three of them famously played sci-fi villains in the 1980s. Okay. Then I, I know what I'm thinking. Okay. Sci-fi villains. Yeah. Arnold would become the Terminator. Oh, okay. okay. So who are the other two? Oh, is it a male and a female? I'm not going to say. Is it, uh... I you've just confirmed the one that I thought might have been in Destroyer for me, so I will say, I will say that I'm pretty confident, and I can only guess one. I don't know the other one. I'm thinking James Earl Jones is in this one. I think Darth Vader is in this movie. I think it's David uh, Prowse. Oh, oh, that that's that's a smart guess. Okay, I because do know for a fact he's also James Earl Jones is in either this one or the the sequel. I know that for certain. Like I know, I've just that. never uh, like seen, seen him as a beefcake. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know what you're <laughs> hunky boy. Oh, oh, he's a very beefy boy. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I don't know yeah. if it's this movie or Destroyer, so I might be as surprised. Okay. I, I will say, uh, in defense of the the David Prowse guest, um, one of the hurdles they discovered very early on is when you cast somebody somebody who looks like Arnold as the hero casting credible people that can look like they can fuck him up oh, yeah. is really difficult. <laughs> yeah, like, I can imagine. That, that talent pool shrinks very yeah. quickly. Was it? So, I hope oh, it's the guy who oh. plays Tarkin. Oh, they, God. They were <laughs> like... What's the guy? What's his name? <laughs> Who's the guy that Peter plays, Cushing? Uh, Peter Cushing, yeah. <laughs> the other, like, He's got claws. Guy. He plays the Hulk. In the Lou Ferrigno. Oh, Lou Ferrigno. That's my guess. Because I don't know anybody else. Yeah, are, are so. we are we casting him as a sci-fi villain? Yeah, why not? Sure. <laughs> um, I don't know. Who's, kind of who's, villain, so. who's the 
third or the third one. I'm blanking on yeah. villains in sci-fi movies in the eighties. We, we mentioned one already today. Oh shit! Khan. <laughs> I don't. Ricardo Montalban did get in crazy Cra- shape yeah. for that and, movie. And correct me if I'm wrong on this though, and this could be for a different Arnold movie. But did he have to lose muscle mass for this? I think he actually did. Yeah. Because he was so fucking big. He was ridiculous. There was something like he couldn't move right or couldn't like <laughs> yeah. like perform like the way that you would think a barbarian would yeah. or something like that. It was like, I don't know. I'm, I could be wrong, but I think, I think I'm right on that. But I don't know. Um, but I can't think of who the third person is. Are they, are they like, st- are they alive today? I do not believe they're alive anymore. And they were they were an action star, or and a sci-fi I, star. They starred as a sci-fi villain. So you in, can't in tell me 80s. anymore if they if they did they do drama? Did they do this? Did they do that? Are they? This actor did a lot of stuff. <laughs> I'm, right, gonna I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to pass on. That. I'm not but gonna had one very famous sci-fi role. Okay. As a famous '80s sci-fi villain. I'm gonna be mad when I hear it. I think. Yeah. I'm gonna leave this one to Drew. I don't I'm know. happy with my. I don't know. 80s sci-fi. I have a feeling like I'm gonna see this. Is this a recognizable actor though? Yeah. I'm gonna see this person and I'm gonna be like, it's that person, and then I'm gonna be like, who the fuck did they play as a villain in a sci-fi <laughs> movie? I like that you're guessing your re- your reaction. I'm, to no, I'm trying the... to think because like, I don't know. All right, that's my guess. I think I think I will recognize the actor. I don't know if I'll know their their role unless unless i really yeah. remember but all right so drew says uh james old jones yeah. brian says uh david prouse and i'm going lou ferrigno laura's going lou ferrigno <laughs> Any, anyone else have any other guesses no sci-fi i think villains. that's it for that one yeah, yeah no uh, who plays who plays the milky boy in aliens oh no that's the 70s never mind milky boy. no <laughs> you're talking about like bilbo in, no, no, no. in the original, in, in Alien or Aliens? Oh yeah, Bilbo. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking Alien, like, um, but that's seventies. Yeah. <clears throat> if you're thinking, you're thinking Aliens, Milky Boy and Aliens was. Um, but he was a good. He wasn't a villain. Lance Henriksen. Lance. Yeah, oh yeah, Lance he Henriksen. was a good guy. Milky but he's Boy. played a villain many times. Mm. He's a good villain. Yeah. Anyone with the name of Lance. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Cool. All right. What else you got? All right. So. When does this movie take place? Is this in an actual era of like recorded human history? Are we in like ancient Egypt or ancient Babylon or ancient Greece? Is this um, prehistoric? Are we in like caveman times? Mm. Is this actually in the future? Oh like, shit! Are we in the distant future, the year two thousand? <laughs> um, <laughs> are, are, are we gonna see? Are we gonna see Arnold like? Riding along a beach and like pounding sand in the shadow of a half buried Statue of Liberty. <laughs> you maniacs! You blew it up! Goddamn you all to hell! I, I love that. I would Is think... it more like a generic fantasy? You've seen this before. Kinda... I have seen this before, but again, 30 years ago. <laughs> okay. This is what I'm thinking. But you have a way better guess than we would. Third Age of Man uh, on Middle Earth. No. Um, I think it's a fantasy land. I don't think it's a real place. Okay. Oh, see, I didn't think that. Well, that's why we get to all guess. This is the best but part of being dupes. So right, but it's what been it is. thirty years ago. I don't remember. <laughs> I was thinking like 
the ancient Egypt of pyramid building time. Just lots of sand and dust for some reason is coming into my my head. I also believe there's a lot of sand and dust. You yeah. know what? I've, it's a dusty it's movie. It's a sandy movie. It's a very sure. sandy movie. Anakin, Anakin would, would hate it. it. I could... <laughs> I couldn't put my finger on what I kept thinking, what movie it was reminding me of in my mind. But for some reason, I think of the Ten Commandment movie. The old, uh, old yeah, that they play like the... every Easter. Maybe Heston's in this movie. Yeah. I was going to say oh. Heston. That's the exact vibes I'm thinking for okay. this movie. That'd be so badass if Heston showed up. Yeah. Was he around? Yes. Yeah, yeah Heston was still around. Okay. Mm-hmm. He was still making movies. Yep. I mean, he, he was in the Tim Burton Planet of the Apes. Yeah, as an ape, as an old ape man. Yeah, I'm trying. You said Who gives a, him a gun? You said there's How a American. surfer in it, so I'm confused how if there. Yeah, wait. When you said there's a surfer in it, did you mean like it was like a, a an actual like surfer, or oh, well, there's someone in this movie is going to be surfing? I mean, th- there's an is actor appearing in this who is a world champion oh, okay. surfer. Then I, I don't stick have with any head. fucking It'd idea. It'd be wild yeah. if Conan's just like walking around and someone's like, what's up, dude, Ethan? And he's like, instead of a sword, pulls out a longboard. And yeah, just like, yeah. Down like a sand mountain. Uh, I love that. <laughs> what do you think, Brian? I would love it if it was distant future. I want it to be distant future <laughs> so bad. But near future. Like post-apocalyptic, like, yeah. like way past the apocalypse. Right, but like still Mad Max like vibes? 2020. Oh, but like 2020? Yes. Uh, no. No, you want no, it further out? Further out than that. Yeah, I think further out than that. But I don't think that's what it's going to be. I think it's going to be generic fantasy, and I don't think we're going to get any tie-in to, to Earth. Okay. Or our current recorded history. I, I, I was going to say, is this even Earth? Mm. I don't think it's going to be addressed. I don't think at any one okay. point someone's going to be like, here on Earth in... Zaluka, or whatever this fake place I is called. The, it was the opening scene is narrated. <laughs> yeah, and that's the narration. Here on Earth in 2033. <laughs> I'm so confused Conan. now if it's fantasy on another uh, in another world. So that'd be not cool what I was thinking. So if it's, if it's fantasy, are we talking like a highly organized, like well-constructed, like Tolkien Middle Earth kind of thing? No, no, I don't think so. <laughs> no. Okay. No. I... I, when, I, when we get to the talking about the plot, I'll tell you the vague details I remember. So I don't want to go too far into things I remember. But I don't think... I think there are civilizations mm-hmm. and like like there groups who are high up on the hierarchy. And I think there are maybe um, some... You mentioned the, the Ten Commandments. I think mm. there might be some parallels to how certain groups of people were treated. I will say uh. again... When we get to the guesses, I'll say what I'm really thinking. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. All right. So okay. so when we say <laughs> fantasy, are there gonna be like elves and dwarves no, and not for me? No, giants. Oh, dragons. I'm still in ancient well, Egypt over here. So. I think a, so. I think a cyclops. Okay. Oh, I see a cyclops. Oh, yeah. like, okay. This I'm is... feeling like 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 Odyssey, like. We okay. might get like a siren. Okay, cool. A cyclops, like a some some tie-ins to like, like a Dungeons Homer's. And Dragons. Yeah. And didn't like Richard like didn't you literally say like said, you were I like don't you're think like a who's ready to be on the high sea? You're like it was like what high adventure a, on the like the days of uh, high adventure days. Yeah, that seems a very like Dungeons and Dragons. I was gonna yeah. say like I, I think the level like of it. detail is gonna be like a, a DM running a campaign 
which so like not much detail yeah like it's mostly focused on the character and what they're doing but i i I feel i'm feeling like a a grecian like homer odyssey Mm. sort of like if we see any fantasy creatures it's gonna be like cyclops siren sure medusa now another thing i know and i don't know the context of the timeline but i know a very famous artist drew this character comic book form first or or books or you might go into this so i don't want to start talking which which uh famous artist are you talking about i'm talking about frank frazetta frank frazetta yes did uh he he painted the uh lancer paperback covers okay uh so in the late late 60s and early 70s okay so this character has been around in print prior to crazy that i was going to say and also think in my mind of a cartoon when I think yeah. of this. So I guess mm. that maybe I have seen that somewhere. Okay. These are like very stylized, slick and racy sort of. Yeah. Are you thinking of He Man? If if you see a a Frank Rosetta painting, you definitely <laughs> yeah. know it. it, it oh. Like you remember. No, I it. think I am thinking of that. He Man. He Man and the Masters of the Universe. I'm also thinking of. Wait a second. Wait. Thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the bad guy in He-Man? I guess we're going to find no, out Bellator? what I'm thinking. Ooh, no, but like they made a movie. Uh, like you're talking about the Masters of the Universe movie from 1987, Canon yeah. Films? Yeah. Is somebody what? famous played Skeletor, and I'm wondering yes. if that's who's in this movie. Oh. Oh. <laughs> think of that, think of that name, Drew. Did, that did, did you want to enter that as a guess? Do you, know, do you remember who played Skeletor? Not remember? at all. No. Oh, when I see, when I see, that's because it is a terrific makeup job. That's Frank yeah. Langella. Oh shh. Okay, I'll get. I'll go for it. You'll I'll, go I Frank want, Langella. Yeah, I want. That, I want Skeletor. I, I like it. I want uh, now crusty and uh, sexual harassing Frank <laughs> Langella. <laughs> now, yeah, they had to shut down a movie because of him. Chris. Uh, yeah, I know. It's a bummer. Bummer when you find out about your your heroes. <laughs> yeah. Anywho. He, Anyways, okay. he was a great Skeletor though. He's I, a great actor. That 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 movie is not spectacular, but uh, that Skeletor performance mm. is mm, totally worth it. Okay. Um, where are we here? Okay. Uh, what do you guys have for general plot ideas? What, what do you think we're going to be seeing here? I can lead you off if you want to build on some certain details that I'm pretty sure are right, but they're not necessarily huge plot details. They're, they're probably like plotish details, but I don't I don't know what the plot of this movie is. I know certain things that happen. I don't know where they go. Do I want- know nothing, but I've got a strong guess. Do you want me to go ahead? You start. Okay, I am fairly certain that Conan. There are warring tribes, groups, and his parents it, it, he's orphaned okay and he is going to be a like a, a slave but he's trained like he's a warrior becomes a warrior i don't know anything else if about this from here i think the sword he has i think is like a family heirloom i think and it's very like sacred to him or it's given to him and it's a very like special reason he has this sword um but he becomes a warrior from being like a slave child to a warrior. And I believe he's going to exact revenge. I think that's the thing. I don't know where we go from there. I know there are, I think, 80, 80s tropes, action movies tropes that we're going to see. 
there will probably be some sort of training montage. Mm. One thing I distinctly remember, and I was trying not to tell Richard in the car, and I wanted to tell you, but I didn't, and I was like, I'm hold mm-hmm. off. I'm like, I remember one thing that makes me laugh to this day is how in the 80s, the sound effects that they, they used to like ADR things, like there's a scene of him like practicing with his sword, and it's like... I just yeah. make me laugh every time. Because there's some guy in a sound booth doing yes, that. And it's probably not like, like actually in yeah, sync with what you're seeing either. It's like But delayed. he's like doing like sword like swings practice and it's like <laughs> and I just remember it like being louder than it should be. Yeah. And it's you know what I mean? Like that sort of thing. So I think there's a montage of training. Yeah. In 80s, but not like behind like like 80s montage music. Okay. It'll probably be score. No like a score. Scene. Yeah, it'll probably be a score. <laughs> but that and him training with the sword. I think he's alone on this mission for revenge. He meets up with people, but I don't think he has a crew or a group who are coming with him. I don't think so. There is a character that gets her own movie, but I believe she's in the sequel called Red Sonja. Um, I don't think she's in this first one. Red Sonja, I believe, is in Conan the Destroyer, and Red Sonja gets her own movie. And then they've been trying for two decades now to remake a Red Sonja movie. Unfortunately, Brian Singer was attached to that for a long time, and that just never was going to happen with him near it. Um, which, side note, did you hear Brian Singer is financing his own movie about his own innocence? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I know. I, I know. had not heard that. No. Yeah, I know. Anyway, back to this. All right, so this is what I believe happens. He's enslaved. His family's killed. He becomes a warrior. Uh, maybe he's a gladiator, has to fight people for entertainment. I don't know. But he breaks out. He's on. He's going to kill the someone who killed his family. Okay. That's all I'm pretty sure about. I don't even... I'm positive he succeeds because there's a sequel. <laughs> That's what I'm working with here. Where do you think it goes? Like, so you're from like, I where? don't know any of the plot. No, and then you gave us a plot. That was the plot. That's like when Brian and Joe were like, Jaws is about a shark attack. I'm like, give us more. <laughs> There's more things happening than that. Um, I was gonna guess that it was gonna be very similar to the plot of the first Thor movie, where Ooh. he's like. Like his parents are a little bit like, yeah, his parents are a little bit like important in their village. And they're like, this fucking punk needs to go like fucking try himself. Like he needs to earn the respect. He's just not important because he's just here. So maybe he goes out to like get this sword. And while he's gone, his parents are killed. Mm. And now like as part of that journey, he now has to like grow up and, and like take control and like get revenge. Mm. Big coming of age story too. Yeah, right? yeah. The loss of innocence. The loss of innocence, oh, yeah, yeah, for that. sure. I'm trying to figure out how he's not an important person being so big and muscly <laughs> and like probably could take on anyone, but they're like, No, you're going to be a slave. <laughs> I think he's a child. That's why. That's I think why he grows Oliver... into a beefy boy. But, but at that point, he'd be like, "All right, I'm, I'm not going to do yeah, this I'm anymore." That's, <laughs> that's why our, all of our presidents have been so shredded. <laughs> <laughs> they're all. They only pick the, the most jacked people to run the country. Uh, not only eats ice cream and trips downstairs, Joe Biden, but uh, real shredded folks. Oh my god. <laughs> 
Uh, but yeah, that's the part I'm curious about of um, why he's enslaved as a beefy boy. Enslaved as a beefy boy. Okay, he's just too beefy. <laughs> we can't enslave this beefy boy. <laughs> but I agree that he is going to be like keep this beefy boy <laughs> under control. <laughs> There's a maybe, certain point maybe. where he gets so beefy, they're like, "You are our leader. <laughs> yeah, maybe. unchain this man. He's achieved maximum beef." <laughs> <laughs> like if he can break his own chains, once you break your own chains, yeah. he dethrones. He has to fight. Like he challenges the old beefy boy to become the new beefy boy. It's like a lion pack. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe that's why he is. <laughs> they have a beef off, and it's just them flexing in front of each other for a solid ten minutes with no sound. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he make that movie? Wasn't it called Pumping Iron? Yes, that's what I was just thinking of. <laughs> He's like doing we'll the be, pull we'll up. We'll be mentioning we'll Pumping Iron later. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, I lost my train of thought. Oh, God. So your train of thought is they can't keep a beefy boy contained. <laughs> but maybe that's why they're trying to contain him because, yeah, because he is so beefy, so beefy. And they're like, he that's, will just take over everything. That's what I think. So we yeah. need to keep him under control. Maybe, maybe he's like... They're con- like playing like mind games. Maybe he's him. not like content, but he doesn't have a reason mm. to like break he free. Just, and like, then he learns about what happens to his family. And, right. Yeah, and he learns what happens day. to his family. Or he's like... like that's my sword. And like, he sees the sword and he's like, I'm going to break free. And like, maybe that's it. Like yeah, I think he, he, ha- he finds a reason. Learns about his, maybe his family has a legacy and yeah. he's going to take it back. And, okay. And yeah. But if I, that. again, like I think, I think fucking James Earl Jones is the bad guy in this. I think he's like fucking Darth Vader in this shit. It, is he Conan's dad? No, I no? don't think so. Maybe I, is he, is he gonna force down like a, a weird, awkward confrontation with like adult Conan, where he uh, he claims some kind of paternity? I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Now I have no idea. That's no not true. Conan. No. That's impossible. Yeah. <laughs> no, get to the chopper. <laughs> that would be amazing if he's like, "I'm your father." Like, um, I'm also wondering if like the sword is magical in some way, and then Ooh, the other people magic. have magical weapons, and that's why him being so beefy isn't that big of a deal. Oh, because like there's like, other right. ways that they can. He's a brute. Everyone else is a wizard, but yeah, he's right. only got. The beef. Right. <laughs> I hope it's just like really just like a movie, another Dungeons and Dragons movie. Oh, that's what yeah. I'm kind of thinking. Someone's enough, a wizard. I'm here for it. Yeah. You know, you I don't druid. know what the class is. Yeah, the, there's a druid. Are we going to have some wizard battle? I hope. Well, no, I don't think there's going to be a battle. Well, not like wizard against wizard. I, like, I don't think he becomes a wizard. I think he stays a barbarian. I'm still feeling Ten Commandment vibes, which there's a lot of. So you quote think unquote, it's like magical parts, things that happen in I that movie too? Us, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's what I was saying. Like, if you go Ten Commandments, like I think like James Earl Jones' like the style of the tribe movie. or group. I think they're like the leaders. They're like yeah. they they like they they conquer. They conquer and they take slaves and women and and stuff like that. And they're like they're on top. And like then like and these are the slaves are kind of treated how like you know the Jews were treated and, and like. Like from the Ten Commandments, like that kind mm. of thing. I think that there, yeah. there could be a parallel like that, but they they don't have like a Moses unless unless we get beefy Moses. I'm thinking more. <gasps> Holy of shit! Are we gonna get beefy Moses? Beefy Moses, I like that. Uh-huh, is he great. gonna lead his people out? But like, he's still in it for himself. He's in it for revenge. But is he gonna free <laughs> the slaves? 
Let my people go. Is he going to part the, the Red Sea? Or I the, was the, just like thinking the sand sea? more visually that's what the movie was going oh. to be like. And Drew took it. I just was going to let you keep going with it because that's great. I love it. He like murders a guy in the pyramid and is like, I'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's another thing that I remember. I, I remember hearing, I don't remember if this is in the, because again, 30 years, I don't think Arnold talks much in this movie. I think okay. he has less lines of dialogue than, than Mad uh, Max. Mad Max. Okay. Mm. I think he's like, does not talk much in this movie because this Makes is also, sense, but yeah. like this is 1982. Mm-hmm. He'd only done one or two other movies and he didn't really know English well. Oh, he, he knew English well. In the eight, early 80s? Uh, in Pumping Iron, which was 77. Ah. He All spoke right. with a very thick maybe accent. Maybe I'm thinking of like Hercules in New York or, yeah. or one of his really early things like well, that. Maybe well, they just Hercules didn't want in New York, he much? was dubbed. Fair. Because they're like, that accent is way too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so maybe they just didn't want him to talk a lot. Yeah. <clears throat> didn't they dub his accent also in The Terminator because they, it was like, um, his, he has like a, um, his Austrian accent is actually like technically like a redneck accent. And like, I'd heard that they dubbed him to in like in Germany, they dubbed him, they wouldn't let him do the dub hmm. because his accent is like more like, like a lower level accent. And they wanted like a more macho German accent, <laughs> which is like weird to be that like, tracks. but I speak that language. Yeah. Germany is, is really big on uh, dubbing yeah. uh, for, for their releases. Uh, anyway, so. sorry. I but that yeah. I'm thinking. I don't think he talks much in this movie. You don't think he talks much? No. Okay. Less than Max. It's quiet, beefy Max. boy. Quiet, beefy boy. I when he talks, he be. has things to say. <laughs> but like, he's not going to talk much. He's going to be taking it all in. Beefy boys should be seen, <laughs> not heard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. As little all as right. possible. Okay. Okay. So. Um, uh, anybody else have any guesses as far as like general plot? I think he like, kills what? germs, James Earl Jones with his sword that he's, that he wishes around you, with. You think oh. he kills James, James Earl Jones. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think so. You think so? But watch, it turns out to be his father. Like he said, I'm be like, what? I hope the sword is his father and can like talk to him. Okay. Okay. Like, like. I yeah. don't think that's actually gonna happen. I just hope it does. Like, okay. is there a mouth on it? No, no. Oh, it's just like glows. Yeah, it's just like glows. And he's just like, it's like, the sword was Thinking inside like claymation you all or along. something. Yeah. Like, no. Okay. The sword was inside okay, you all so, along. <laughs> that sounds like a couple of another porn. Yeah. Couple of uh, cast members that I want you to try and keep an eye out for. Okay. Um, there are two actors that pop up in this film that would later play two different characters in two completely different uh, Ninja Turtles movies. Oh, boy. So, yeah. J- just keep an eye out. Okay. I mean, just to let you know. See if you can figure who, out, out who they are. Out of all the Ninja Turtle movies. Yes. Okay. And they played Ninja Turtles. I, I didn't oh, say that. Okay. I said they are in Ninja Turtles movies. Cool. So, Will Arnett is going to be... No. <laughs> <laughs> Is he in a Ninja Turtles movie? Yeah, and those the latest two really bad CGI ones. Oh. He's like the cameraman for um, for um, oh, April. I didn't, I didn't see either of them. Neither did I. Those are unrelated, right? Didn't they come out within a few years, and they weren't even like sequels to each other? They it was were like two no, different. They were, no, they no, were they're sequels. sequels. They're, yeah. Oh, okay. Were, yeah, they're like Michael Bay Ninja Turtle movies. Oh, yeah. Anyway, they look okay. really bad. They're okay. 
Yeah. I don't know. This new one looks like it's going to be cool, though, because it's got it that Spider-Man style like animation. Yeah. Uh, and this one's mainly for Drew. Okay. There's an actor who debuts in this film. This is their first film. Years later, they would appear in a Kevin Smith film. And not like a cheesy walk-on like cameo. They're actually in the film, through, threaded throughout the movie, multiple scenes. I want you to try and figure out who that is. Like, not right now, but as we're watching the movie. I have see, an see idea can... already, just because I'm like, it's not Clerks, because that was so local. But I think, I'm going to give you a guess right okay. now without even saying, because right. I've listened to all the commentaries, but it's been a long time. I think it's the security guard from Mallrats. Okay. He's a beefy boy. He is a beefy boy. Yes. I don't know his name. All if right. I see him on screen, I might be like, yes, I'm right. But he's older than that. He's gray in, in Mallrats. He's still beefy. I think that's who we're thinking. He's threaded throughout. He's like a main character. I'm going with that for okay. now. Pre, pre-watching pre guess. I don't know who you're talking about, so in my head I've just been picturing Kevin James. <laughs> that's what <laughs> I was thinking. Yes, to think of him like more angry Okay. with like the, the <laughs> like sprinkled gray beard like, like yeah, yeah. mine, but like, like that and like more angry and like an intense cop and a little more fit, <clears throat> but like same sort of like build, but like a fit build of okay. that, like a beefy okay. build of that. I'll take it. Not like a pudding build. Yeah. Not like a Kevin James build. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. Okay. So I have three specific questions. And th- since there are three of, three of you, who wants to go first? Oh, it doesn't. They're not catered to, to us. I'll go first. All right. Okay. There's a name you're going to hear a lot in this movie. Okay. That name is Krom. Who is Krom and what is Conan's relationship to Krom? I first thought you said crumb. Okay. It's um, a sandwich. Crumb. <laughs> um, I think you said we're going to see them a lot. We're, we're going to hear the name a hear lot. Hear the name a lot. Um, and it's a person. Hmm. Um, I think it's going to be the person that is like, in charge of whatever world they're living in that's enslaving him. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So, like, a villain slave yeah. master? Yeah. It's either that or his sidekick. One or the other. Or a sidekick. <laughs> so do we get to interject on these questions at all? Or are they just specific to one person? Uh, j- just to one person. Laura, say no. that. <laughs> no. Say that. All right. I also... No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who's next? trying to be surprised about something right, okay. okay so this film clearly predates the era of the schwarzenegger catchphrase and quippy one-liner um there is one very famous line easily the best known and most oft quoted line of the film that occurs when a character asks conan specifically asks of conan what is best in life give us your best guess at what what his response might be in his accent yes in a bad accent are you reading my notes seriously did you actually have that what is in your best uh, best guess and worst arnold voice <laughs> reply no what, i just we're on the right page together. what's the what's his, what is he responding to again what is best in life what is best in life i wish i asked for this question too what is what is coming what does coming think is best in life beefy boys <laughs> beefy boys 
good food, big sword. <laughs> That's all I got. That's good what food, suspect. big sword. I'm so glad I didn't pick that question because I could not do that voice at all. Uh, oh, that's awesome. Okay, that that's a good I love one. That. I like it. Uh, so, Drew, you get the last one. Okay. Another thing that we're going to hear a lot hmm. about in this film comes up frequently is the riddle of steel. What can you tell us about the riddle of steel? Is it an actual riddle that will grant Conan passage into a temple or tomb or palace? Uh, does it refer to a technological advantage that one group has over the other because they know how to uh, temper weapons and, and they know alloys and they know metallurgy? Is it That was oddly like specific. A, is it a code of <laughs> ethics or like a, ah, I'm giving, a, a more philosophical thing? What, what can you tell us about the riddle of steel? Zelda vibes yeah. from those descriptions. Yeah. <laughs> I hope the riddle of steel is like... Uh, I saw this movie... Uh, a long time ago that it was like a uh, David Carradine was the uh, the side character and it was this guy who was on this quest to find um like like a special like it was this quest he had to go on and he went through all these different like levels and like Brandon Lee was in it as a little child and he was like a pretty boy and one of the things he had like he slapped this kid in the face and broke his nose so he would like be treated right but like in this movie the the whatever it was was inside him all along. He like he found this book and it was like a mirror. And that was the lesson was like, it's inside you all along. I hope that's the riddle of steel is like literally like he's got to like find this thing that he's had all along. Like in him. Like I that's literally what I hope it was I hope it is. Um riddle of steel was inside inside you. him all along. Um it also makes me think like the riddle of steel is something like that if you like it's like it could kill you if you don't answer it correctly. Like, like Ooh. I'm thinking of like. Who would cross the bridge of death? Must right. answer me these questions three. You like turn the, the sand easy. or stone or right, something. Right, something like that. Where it's like, like he's, yeah. it's like wrapped in it. It's like a, like a, like a, like a metal finger trap. Like, James. <laughs> <laughs> like if you pull too hard, it's like, like, but like, but I, I also want to believe it's like something like it's a death trap or something like that. Mm. Um, the riddle of steel. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna go with. I'm going to go with the death trap that's inside him all along. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, You've had a bomb hope, in you from the beginning. I hope Conan is like, a, I hope it's a prophecy. prophecy. And he is the riddle of steel. Because no one can fucking <laughs> understand him, but he's got a sword <laughs> that he's just cutting people down with. He's like, I've been trying to tell you this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to me. Big sword. <laughs> big sword, blood, food, women. Food, big sword. <laughs> big women. Like, whoa, Artie. Yeah, that's that's what I'm going with. All right. I, I like it. I like it. <laughs> I like it's it a good. lot, too. <laughs> All right. So uh, anybody else have any, any further guesses, any questions they want to ask? Are we ready to? dive into our day of high adventure yeah yes yeah, yeah i think we've sure. covered right. so many good, bases good news most of these questions will be answered in very short order okay <laughs> cool uh, <laughs> you'll have to wait about an hour for the second uh mystery villain to appear like uh, the mystery uh like sci-fi villain all right yeah they don't appear until about halfway through are they and, a villain uh, in this Oh, you can't uh, tell me yet, huh? I'm okay. not going to say. But, okay. uh, yeah, so, the, but they're a big name actor? Yes. 
Okay, so like if we see it, we should be like, holy shit. Or at least I should be like, holy shit. Or Laura yes. might be like, holy shit. Brian will be like, who? Yeah. <laughs> I've seen that guy before. <laughs> I, I will say one of this actor's greatest, most memorable roles was in a movie that somebody already mentioned today. Ooh. Oh. He-Man and the Masters of the uh, Universe. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, let's watch him find So, out. yeah. You'll have to wait about 23 minutes for the... Uh, the the big iconic line, but uh, the, oh okay yeah the the big what is best in life I hope it's the first fucking thing Arnold says in this movie <laughs> oh. I I again I honestly don't think I, Arnold says many things in this movie I think he's just a beefy boy yeah. a quiet beefy boy so if that's the first thing he says I'm gonna jump up and down all right I love Fair it. Enough. Then, like sentence wise, we might hear him being like, ah, when he's like getting like, yeah, like slapped and beaten and around yeah. as he's getting. I, I will say, there is some of the most hilariously, like, thoroughly 100% Arnold ADR yes. in this <laughs> that is kind of awkwardly balanced. <laughs> um, like, early on in one of his scenes, uh, there's still, he makes, he makes a uniquely Arnold noise that no other human makes that just makes me laugh every time I hear it. It's like, oh, oh, yes, 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 I love it. <laughs> Amazing. And it comes in way too loud. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> All right. I'm ready. Let's right. do it. Let's do it. Let's go. Wilonia upon a troubled brow. It is. It is I, his chronicler, who alone can tell thee of his saga. Let me tell is this you the guy who voices Uncle Iroh in uh, Avatar The Last Airbender? I don't know Avatar, don't but know. he's okay. the voice of Haku on Samurai oh, Jack. I think it is. I think it's the same guy. His name is Mako. But Krum is your god. Oh. Uh, kind of like a sidekick. <laughs> she had a gun for a second. <laughs> it's like a In rifle. The year <laughs> yeah, isn't that the guy right there? Yeah. Is that the guy from Mallrats? <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Well done, Drew. Yeah, he well does done. look familiar. They look like Leonard Skinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look at that fucking hair. Glorious. Slash bad wig. They all like, they all oh, had mental breakdowns and cut their wig. You can't show me that wings. and not want him to win. <laughs> James Earl Jones' character was designed to look like the last member of a race that had disappeared from the earth. Which is why he's got dark skin, blue eyes, long straight hair. He's the last of his kind. Got it. So he's Moses. <laughs> <laughs> It looks like an E.T. when E.T. puts that wig on. <laughs> That's what he looks like. <laughs> He's like running around. Now, fun fact, they built this wheel a little too well. So you just had to like push it. Yeah. And nobody told Arnold that. So his first take, he gets there. He's like chained to it. And he, they call action he just heaves into it and it goes spinning away from his hands pull like he's chained to it so it knocks him down he's struggling to get back up next spoke comes in bam oh hits him in the back of the head it's too beefy for his own good 
Wouldn't they run out of people at some point? There's no women there, so they're not reproducing. <laughs> That's right. Oh, there's a woman. <laughs> <laughs> but is he like nice about it? He's like, ooh, come lay down here. Yeah, see, he's like, cover you up because I'm a gentleman. But he's also like, I'm a barbarian too. Make you weird grunting noises. Does he do the Arnold noises here too? He just like, mom, mom, mom. <laughs> <laughs> This is, he's asking what's best in life. This oh. is Arnold's going Crush your enemies. See them driven before you. And they hear a lamentation of the women. <laughs> Wait, is that the first thing he said so far? That is, yeah. his, that is, his, first spoke, yep. that is his first spoken line. Yes. 24 minutes in, you said? 23 minutes in, yep. Well, I'm sure he'll be a regular chatterbox at this point. This when? is not acting. Those dogs wanted to kill Arnold. And he was running for his life. There's one take where they get him. Really? And it's hilarious. Does he do it? <laughs> yes, he does. That has to be terrifying. Oh. <laughs> right on cue. He, he also actually like cracked his skull on that. Ooh. Is it weird to think that he would eventually be the governor of California at one point? <laughs> when he was the governor of California, it was weird. But like, <laughs> make that make sense. <laughs> I, I get you. Like when you see this, you're yeah, like, this guy's. But then also, think back in like the fifties, where if you saw Ronald Reagan in a B like science fiction movie, you're like, that guy's gonna be the president. Yeah, I guess. Think about when you saw bedtime for Bonzo. <laughs> yeah. Or when you saw that idiot saying. On TV, yeah. fine. Yeah. No one thought he was gonna be president. <laughs> yeah. uh, we have our we have our histories of like what actor that's acting right now could be, be our president or governor. Oh, oh yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Do you not wish to arm yourself by my fire? Mm. That has two meanings. <laughs> We'll look past any red flags. I think her dress is made out of skin. <laughs> you have a Buffalo Bill situation. Does he think everything's crom now? No, no. When he says crom, it's like Jesus Christ. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, it's like fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he stayed the rest of the night. It was a warm place by the I fire. Guess. And he's running the whole way. <laughs> Full sprint. Yep. See, if Frodo did this, I he'd be back it. to Mordor in no <laughs> time. Instead, he's trudging along with his little hobbit feet. Forbidden to protect you from evil. I am evil. Those slats. <laughs> 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 Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that a left field? <laughs> Does he punch a horse in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> Why did he do? <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember. 
I thought it was a camel. Yeah, I thought it was a horse. Why did he do that? Because he's a fucking dick. Just because he can? Well, because yeah, he ate it afterwards, too. No. He, he's, he's buzzing on Black Lotus. Looking for snakes. Uh. Uh. Yes, Drew? Is that Max von Sydow? That is Max von Sydow. Why Rick saw himself has come before me. Threatened me. Is that the person who's in another 80s sci-fi? Yeah. Who's Ming the Merciless, motherfucker? <laughs> in Flash Gordon. I've never seen Flash Gordon. You've never oh, seen Flash no. Gordon? No. Oh. But I, like... But, like, Max one side, I was like... He was the exorcist. Yeah, exactly. He was the oh, right? I knew he looked familiar. Yeah. Okay. He was in the fucking the Seventh Seal. Like... Yeah. Snakes. It's not the power where he lives is said to be impregnable. I can impregnate anything. I, <laughs> I was just gonna say <laughs> I was waiting for one of you too. <laughs> is he wearing a necklace of the thing that he was pushing for all those years? Yes. <laughs> That's what I thought. Well, it means a lot to him. I was like, that would be the first thing I rip off, but maybe he's like, this is how I got so beefy, so I'm going to yeah. represent. <laughs> but it's sort of like Wheelboy for life. It was like his sigil when he was fighting. Right. Yeah. When he, like, but, that's his brand. But isn't it sort of like, like, like if JFK came back, you think he wants to see people with rifle cut pendants around their neck or pins on their lapels? I was thinking like a convertible. <laughs> oh, that too. It's like the horse is struggling to carry him. Richard, how many horses died filming this movie? Uh, no horses died, actually. It gets the stamp. They actually got... Extra They, they had a... Huge, <laughs> they made horses. <laughs> they had a huge fight with, um, like, the animal rights people because the animal rights people watching the final cut were like, no, that horse died. And they're like, it's movie magic. It's a stunt. Yeah. The horse is fine. Peanut butter is like, still with us. <laughs> nice. Like, I saw him punch the horse. Yeah. <laughs> Look where the hat comes from. He really is like trading his his rupees. For yeah, his, his rupees. <laughs> it's well, like it is like Zelda. Zelda. Yeah. The punched camel does come back in the sequel. Really? <laughs> yes. Does it get revenge? It spits all over him. Yes. And he get and when he's trying to apologize, and then it, like, he gets mad and punches it again. That's so funny. <laughs> like, literally, they're gonna look at Arnold and be like, "Yeah, you're definitely one of the hippie ones." Yeah. No, you're one of the warriors. He's a narc. It's a fucking narc, everybody. Yeah. This guy's oh, a cop. He's yeah, trying exactly. to blend in. <laughs> He's checking in on us. That doesn't even make sense. Hey, I'm a priest. Don't worry, it's me, I'm a priest. I'm not a cop. Nothing to see here. All the priests wear this little necklace that I wear. He's five feet taller than everyone. I can pick him out of the crowd already. He's amazing. Look, they're like counting. 
Yeah. Let me check those nips. Yeah. Snakes. <laughs> yeah, I have the snake crescent. I'm good. <laughs> what do you see? Your mom. actually a real vulture that had just died and they had Stop some like cables running real quick Stop it. and yeah no. they, really yes when you say just died you mean they like hit it's it with a, a it's a dead vulture yeah possible and you put it in his mouth dead vulture yeah yeah they had guys like right off camera who were like okay you're gonna bite it and throw it don't swallow <laughs> and they it's had like rancid yeah they had like cups of like you know stuff for him to gargle Oh my god. And as soon as they yelled cut, they were like, oh, 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 oh. You can get rabies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Girl, you've known him for two days. Yeah, big promises. Did someone draw a dick on my face? This is, this is what I, I remember this. <laughs> Fell like, asleep without his shoes on. <laughs> I remember. Oh no, who am I going to write the hit song Freebird with now? <laughs> He's just trying out a new look. He had a mental breakdown and decided to yeah, cut his bangs. <laughs> it's really important that as a barbarian thief woman, you have your nails done. <laughs> I noticed that before, that they were extremely clean in one scene, and I was like, yeah, that would not be the case. He's going to have a couple cans of paint that swing down from yep. the upstairs. Some hot wheels. <laughs> I was underneath you. Yeah. <laughs> I was your horse. <laughs> that was his knife? Or his sword? Oh, it was? The runes on that sword, by the way. I, I remember hearing something. What is it? it? It spells out, Suffer no guilt who wields this in the name of Krom. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it... Clearly safe, my son. Oh, yeah. Right. Is he putting a spell on him? Search your feelings. You know it to be true. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, this kind of sucked anyway, honestly. Unless you were in the orgy room upstairs, this kind of <laughs> just sucked. <laughs> yeah. You might have but to throw you yourself hands. off a balcony at oh. any moment. Fun's over, everyone. Throw out your candles. It's closing time. <laughs> All right. So that was our day of high adventure. That was Conan the Barbarian. What did you all think? Did anyone like the movie? Yes. I really liked it. Yeah, yeah okay. I did like it. Yes. Awesome. Yes. Good place to start. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it was... So this is the thing that commonly happens to with us is... Regardless of what we end up usually thinking of the movie in the end, 
we have such a fun time together watching a movie. It's any movie, regardless if it's bad or good, we always say like, we had a good time watching the movie in general. I'm not trying to like prep you for anything or, or like get you ready for like a certain, I'm just saying like, it was good and I had a fun time watching it yeah. with everyone in the, like in the room. Same. Here. I actually did have a question because we've sure. done guests hosts before yes. um and typically they're just not like as big of fans of the show like they haven't listened to the show very much as much as you have and uh mm. i'm curious what your uh, experience was actually watching a movie with us because there was i was about halfway through and i was like i wonder how fucking annoying we are i was like we talked oh, through the bit, whole movie and yeah. he's probably like just fucking watch the right, movie right, no like <laughs> This is a common thing, like like I the times like I've been on a virtual screen mm. and I'm got a movie and I can see us virtually and I look and Brian's like like watching and then he like gets on his phone yeah. for a second <laughs> and and like I was like watching you go like you know and even when it's like doing? one of my movies and you guys were watching it and someone starts to talk right when I know a part is coming yeah, up yeah, that yeah. I'm like up, pay up, attention shut up, shut up. Hey, hey, hey. yeah yeah because what's tough I, is that like when you listen to the episode I've cut out. Mm-hmm. 90% of what we talked about. And I've tried to find like the funniest things. Yep. So like when you actually are sitting in the room, you're listening to us, like try to say funny stuff. And yes. some of it is, and some of it isn't. And most of it's going to get cut. Yep. So we're always like throwing a bunch of stuff at the wall to be like, maybe this will be funny. And then yeah. no one laughs. Right. Oh, that's literally 90% of my conversation. <laughs> I throw a joke out and there are crickets. And I'm like, fuck, I hope he cuts that. And like sometimes Brian leaves it in on purpose to remind me, like, know your place. <laughs> Think of your jokes. Um, but no, it is like that. Like you, you, you're sharing. The thing is like I know, you're sharing I know. something special to yeah. you, to us. And we want to have a good time. And sometimes we have too much of a good time. <laughs> that means we like it. We're having. Yeah, it. exactly. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. But that was so, like for the most part, you were like, it was fun, but I also wanted you to pay attention. <laughs> yeah. But I will say, I had I liked it because we all watched it together. But I think I would have liked it watching it. Mm. But I think now that I've watched it, some of the scenes I may have seen bits and pieces on TV before. Like, a lot of it looked mm-hmm. familiar to me. More towards the end. Yeah. Mm. Um, that's where I think I was getting all the sand yep. references in my head from. <laughs> like, but I may have seen bits and pieces, yeah. But, like, parts of it came back to me that I like... The punching of the the camel. I thought it was a horse, but like I yeah, remember, literally right before you're like he's gonna punch a horse. I, yeah, I remember <laughs> so that. Fast. You know, like it just came back to me right then and there. But there was so much I didn't even remember at all. Like, like decapitating a giant snake. Like yeah. any of that. Like I don't remember any of that. But there were just certain things that stuck out. And like when he comes back from the dead, essentially, and he's swinging his sword around, I was like. I'm just I'm gonna get some whoosh noises. I'm getting those whooshes, <laughs> and I got those goddamn whooshes. Yeah, there was nothing for me. There was no part of it that I was like, "This is familiar." Yes, <laughs> I feel like I know what what is about, about to happen. happen. Yeah, like every once in a while, we'll like we'll be in the middle of a movie, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, this was on TBS one time when I yes. was 12." Yeah, and that was not the case here. See, mm-hmm. that's what I thought it was going to be like until you said Arnold was in it, and then it all came flooding back. Yeah, mm. yeah. So, but yeah, the good. score was really good. I can see why you like the score. It oh, reminded yes. me of like a biblical, like it reminded me of like the, the score to like the 10 commandments yeah. or like, um, but, Planet of the Apes, like those old school 
classic big set like biblical epic style movies it's mm-hmm. a good score even when you once you said robocop i heard those undertones it's how mm. like you hear a danny elfman score and you know it's a danny elfman score because there are <laughs> certain things that yeah. always happen in a danny elfman score or like mm-hmm. the john williams or, score yes right or something. and like the the building as it continues to build for the excitement like i mean to me i i recognize like robocop more because i think i've seen robocop yes yes like but hearing almost like that that same sort of building in this was like as soon as you said that i was like yeah fuck yes this is did we do robocop yeah we did robocop yeah (laughs) you're like yeah i I have an email proving it literally um it's so, not good that we're getting to the point where I'm like, did we do that? <laughs> Is that one we did? I, like I the... literally heard someone today say the words, I'd buy that for a dollar. Oh, yes. I'm not kidding you. Oh, I fucking love that. We were at Target at the dollar spot. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but so right now, also, you might be about to ask this, but I'm curious too. Like what was, what were your favorite parts? And then I want to know what Sid's favorite part was too. I really liked towards the end the the home alone scene is what I'm gonna call it. <laughs> <laughs> He's making all the, uh, the booby, booby traps. traps. Yeah. yeah, that was really good. And I also not necessarily my favorite part, but I really liked um, the wizard. Mm-hmm. I thought he was fun. It was like the comedic relief. Yeah, um, yeah. kind of wacky, crazy guy. So whenever he was there, I liked when he came out with all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. To help him out. Yeah, that was good. I think I like the like the snake heist. It was like the band getting together for the first time and mm-hmm. like doing this heist thing and this like whole like do you want to live forever thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. So that was and you get to see a little bit more of the like the snake people. It was neat. Mm. Yeah. Aside from all the sword whooshing, because uh, again that made me really happy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and and the the camel punch. Um, yeah. I think. The the end battle, yeah, the, or not the end end battle, not where we we get our yeah. bad guy, but like that that standoff at mm. the mountaintop at really uh, cool. at um, where was that Weathertop? I think it was like the standoff, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Weathertop. Um, but that's the other thing. Like I, we talked, you called the Home Alone scene, but to <laughs> me, it's really it's the Predator scene <laughs> because it's yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger again doing booby traps yeah. for a villain, and some of them are familiar as well like the booby traps were like fairly like that like the the whole like big spike like one like that's that's the thing like that comes the log that comes down and smashes kill me i'm here kill me (laughs) do it now yes right but like like i obviously i don't know if that i don't i can't say that that was like they were like hey remember when you did that in conan let's do something like that in predator i don't know if that's literally what shane black was thinking like with that script or not but like but like how interesting is it that arnold does this here arnold does, and like to me that's like a pop culture like like mm-hmm. it's here it's here like yeah it's a really cool scene um and it's it's just really wild and another thing that i miss 
in movies today and it's because I grew up at the age I did and Richard you grew up when you did and we watched the movies and Laura and Brian not to skip your generation a little bit but you're still you like it was still happening but when you were an adult you, it started to calm down because the PG-13 um, dollar signs really took over in the yeah. late 90s early 2000s where it's ultra violence yeah mm. it's ultra violence you swing a sword and it just hits you and blood explodes yeah. out of you and i'm not saying like i love that i'm not saying i love the violence but it's it's something that is actually sentimental to me because i've seen these at such a young age and you don't get to see that nowadays as much unless you're watching john wick like you don't see that stuff as much and it's almost like a weird comfort or like a tarantino yes but it's in in a, it's shocking yeah i wasn't expecting that in this but, movie but like yeah. it's shocking in a tarantino way it's shocking yeah. in a coen brothers way because it's like way. a modern movie and the other thing is that you get the benefit of like modern movie I don't know, like special effects and stuff. Like yes. here it's a yeah. little goofier. It's, it's practical. Sure it yeah, squibs. it's practical. It's exploding out of you. Yeah. You now, saw like on one guy's stomach. I'm pretty sure at one point he hit him with the sword. You could see like the blood the pack squib. underneath. Yeah, it blows up. Yeah. <laughs> but like that to me is like, like even nowadays, a lot of blood stuff is CGI'd in mm -hmm. there and then they can say oh wait we need a pg-13 rating we can take that out now or yeah. we don't have to put that in there and this was like something where and i think if i remember correctly too um there was a japanese movie um um sanjiro actually when the mm. is that 50s or 60s is uh, black 60s. 60s sanjiro's end <laughs> thing but that was a mistake that that was left that Kurosawa left in right Kurosawa right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Kurosawa left this in that there was a samurai fight and the big villain at the end they're super close to each other and the good guy just like does this little cut but the hose the blood hose fire hose mm -hmm. fire hose it was not it's it was a, amazing it literally it was, is a fountain yes, but that is some people say like film if you go back that's the moment where it was left in the movie. They didn't redo it with it just like a little. Th th th. Yeah. It was a fucking eruption, and that some people say is kind of one of the changing moments of violence, allowed violence in movies. Wild Bunch did it too mm -hmm. shortly after, and which is a western with like, like you're talking this, but like that hyper violence, and it went for a long time. <laughs> it went for a real long time, and now it's not a thing. And to me, that's oh, it's so weirdly to say it's a comfort, a sentiment thing for me to see like a movie like this it brings me back to like watching this with my dad in like you know the freaking late 80s early 90s watching Terminator 2 for the very first time when I shouldn't have been 8 years old watching Terminator 2 for the first time <laughs> that sort of stuff so this is one of those movies that also like I didn't see it as much as certain other movies but it's a, one of those comfort pieces and that's one of my again it's one of those scenes that I'm just like yeah this is like the scene mm. Yeah, That's so cool. for you, the, my my favorite yes. scene. I oh gosh, it's it's hard to pick one, but uh, I would say probably the first like eighteen nineteen minutes of the movie, mm. pre um, Big Boy Arnold, yeah, before pre, beef, like right right up to the Wheel of Pain reveal, mm. where it's it's him pushing the wheel, um, and you see him all grown up. Um, that is wall to wall music mm. from. Let me tell you of the yeah. days of high adventure. Boom, yeah. boom, boom, boom. Wall-to-wall -wall music until there's a brief 
respite uh, when he's unchained from the wheel and sat down across the the creepy guy with the the sharp the, teeth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then there's more music once he gets thrown yeah. into the pit. But uh, I I love the score mm-hmm. so much, and I love. You don't see a lot of this anymore. This kind of just like really raw, basic filmmaking where mm. it's just sound and picture. Mm-hmm. You don't need a lot of dialogue. It's just how you work the camera, how you work, you know, your editing magic, and uh, it's it's, yeah. it's so refreshing. Mm-hmm. It, it's something you you don't see enough of. Yeah, and I love it. Is this your favorite movie of all time? No, nah. no. Okay. I wasn't sure if this was your favorite movie or you just had like the most you wanted us to see it. I it, have a lot go, of facts. If you about go on my Letterboxd, it's one of my top four. Okay. Because uh, Letterboxd gives you like you know four slots for your like favorites. Yeah. It's uh, Masaki Kobayashi's Harakiri, um, this film, Josie and the Pussycats, mm-hmm. and uh, Shin Godzilla. Okay. What is, Josie what is, and the Pussycat. Right. Again, nobody Come on, that's a great fucking movie. Like I said, like the the spread. I know all the songs from that I, movie because that was like they were actual popular songs when the movie came out. So when they're when on were, my like mix CDs. <laughs> oh yeah, you're yes. I yeah. When because Luce, you were even telling us earlier when when you were doing your talking about your. Um, shirt with the fake bands. Oh yeah, I had Josie and the Pussycats on. Right. There. Yeah, and the other band but, from um, the movie. I can't remember. And remember, name now. I sent you the message. I said, you know, what's the name of the other band in that movie? Um, du jour. Du jour. Yeah. Yeah. And, and was he like, was like, "You should put it on your list." I was like, like I "Already it have it." Yes. I was like, "Louis sent this." Um, <laughs> but on the way, way up here, I was like, "Laura's probably going to ask you a specific question about something personal that you know." Oh, we'll do but, that at yeah, the end. I know, oh, but boy. but he was literally like, "I hope it's not what my favorite movie is." That's not even what it was <laughs> going to be. But. Yeah. I didn't tell him what it was either. Um, but awesome, that's awesome. I'm, I, yeah, it's um, it definitely uh, is something. Like the, the other thing. Um, I saw this movie way too much when I was a kid because my dad's a huge Arnold fan and you know this way is the beginning much. of Arnold the movie star. So I grew up with this movie. Mm-hmm. Hadn't seen it in several years. I went to college, went to film school. When I graduated, uh, it was May of 2000 uh, when I graduated. I think it was later that year that uh, this movie finally showed up on DVD. Mm-hmm. I was like, I haven't seen that in years. I'm going to buy that. So I bought it and I popped it in and that opening raid, I was, I, I literally got up off the couch and I'm <laughs> shouting the, the camera directions and the shot descriptions as fast as I can seconds before they happen. I'm like, and the guy on the rock and Conan fishing and he stands up, cut to this other, and the horses come straight. <laughs> and, and I remember it was, it, it was so incredible. I'm like, how is this movie so thoroughly ingrained in my head that I haven't seen it in 10 years and now it's like I remember this shot for shot what Mm. the hell but it's it's because it means something to you yeah it's you know we that and it's a fun fucking movie yeah but and but like we we have those things that 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 something like that that we've seen that sparks that for us and like this has that for you and it's why you can so passionately you know, talk about it and know every detail about it. Um, what was the wheel of pain? Did it have a purpose other than pain? 
eh, maybe it was grinding something. Okay. Maybe, maybe they were making flour. Uh, who okay. knows? <laughs> nice. <clears throat> who knows? Okay, so, um, well, you see, I actually had a, a kidnapped uh, a baby Conan working on the doof meter this whole time. Oh, Because oh, I knew nice. that by the time... Uh, I was done talking. He'd be all grown up <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and ready to wheel that out. <laughs> I love it. All right. What do you get? Oh. That was Interesting. impressively yeah. close without hitting that. I'm I impressed I'm, by I'm that. I'm very skilled with this. <laughs> I worked in the kitchen and, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, it was... Uh, I thought for sure that wouldn't even go flying. Ooh. Oh my gosh, Brian. <laughs> we used to get flies. Like we could get, I could kill flies with it. Oh my god! All right, <laughs> doof meter is out. All right, everybody, if you uh, know our doof meter. It's our oh patented one, uh, movie rating system. It's a one through five rating. One being eh, it's a movie. Five being a wow, I'm a doof. <laughs> How have I not seen this sooner in my life? It's in fact, it's affected me personally. So where are we at? All right. So. I think Drew should start. You want to start us so off? <laughs> well, just Drew. Drew doesn't ever do it. That's true. So yeah. I yeah. think to be fair, it's true. Drew should do it, and I so should go last. I have. Why do you get to go yeah. last? <laughs> Don't forget, I have seen this movie, and this movie does have a sentimentality uh, yeah. to me. Um, now, if I go by my enjoyment of the movie, and also my pop culture, and like where it stands for me in pop culture, where I see I've seen references and things like that, I think to me this is a solid four point five. Okay. Yep. yep. Um, reason also being, yes, you passionately pleaded your case uh, to me, but a lot of those things that you brought up, a I didn't even realize were from Conan, like in Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Like, I would have wanted that to be be that thing that pops for me, personally, to be like, that's from, Str- that's from Conan. Or, like, just, like, even, like, Arnold bringing the sword up, you're saying, in, in like, the, the video. I don't, like, I would be literally, like, is that the Conan sword? Like, like. Oh, he identifies it. Yeah, <laughs> I believe it. He does. So, it does have a place, a special place for me. It brought back a lot for me. You pl- definitely pleaded how you see it, how it come forward, and I think, like I said, I gave it, I think a four point five because specifically though there were a couple of examples that I said prior to you even saying it, like the Northman, like saying like this kind of reminds me of this story here you know it definitely still plays you have a lot of good points on your stuff here <laughs> you do. but i think for me it sits solid as a 4.5 like i think i could have if i hadn't seen it younger when i was younger and i saw it today for the first time i might have even been like I mean, I don't, I didn't need to see this. I've like seen, but like, I think it has more of an effect on me now because seeing it again and things popped up for me personally. Yeah. I really yeah. enjoy you, you doing nervous. <laughs> you seem nervous. <laughs> Normally, this is me where I'm like Drew. Yeah. I, 
<laughs> I'm just I'm really living in the no, moment here. I love should, it. You should. You should. It's been like 60 episodes of me breaking your heart. No, you don't. Yes. It's like when you feel like you have to defend the yes. number that you're saying like really yes. hard. No, but without trying to hurt someone's feelings. But it to me that's where it lies for me is like this actually like brought back something to me a little bit. So it's still special to me. Yeah. And also watching it with with all of us here also makes it special to me. But the pop culture thing, I don't see it myself until you've explained all of those things. I see a couple of things. A couple only. So if I felt like it, for me, if I felt like it lived in like a lot more things that I had seen, I probably would have been like solid five. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. 4.5. All right. Okay. I can go next. Okay. <laughs> I'm curious to see because Brian and I have been very mm. similar on yeah, all, yeah, or like almost the, the same. same so I'm curious what will happen here. But um so my reasoning going and I'll lead in with my reasoning first. It's very similar to what you said. A lot of your points make sense, but for me personally, like the doof meter is supposed to be, is it something I should have seen earlier? I didn't know a lot of the stuff that was you know, would have reference to it in the future. However, one of your points did bring up my score by half a point. Um, so I was originally going to go with a 3.5. Um, and that was because I think I, I would have loved to have seen it as a kid. Cause like you mm-hmm. said, you both enjoyed watching it as a kid. I think then I would have growing up seen a lot more of it throughout pop culture. And I think it would have been like a really good movie to watch as a kid. I also think I should have watched it earlier because of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. Like I've never seen one of his super early films. So it was really cool to see him in his first big, you know, role that made him very famous. Um, but I'm going to go with a four because when you're talking about um, things that it influenced in the future, like Xena, Warrior Princess, I was like, oh, yeah, I used to love Xena. Yeah. And then um, the cartoon in the morning, mm-hmm. I definitely remember seeing a cartoon now that I think about it. So there, And as I was watching it, I'm like, maybe I have seen bits and pieces of this on TV. So there probably is a lot that I just didn't realize was from that. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go with the four. Nice. I texted our group chat my number when you started oh. talking. Oh, I don't have service, I don't think. It goes um, in and out. Uh, because I'm also rating it a four. God damn it! <laughs> I think, uh, uh, I agree with everything both of you said. I think that there's a lot that, like, I I didn't, I don't necessarily see this in a lot of, like, pop culture stuff for me mm-hmm. personally. Um, but I think that the music, like... I always try to like set aside some of the the like personal stuff because I'm not like rating the movie because mm-hmm. um, like personal enjoyment it, it'd probably be a full on five like I mm-hmm. had a good time yeah I, enjoyed I agree watching with that view. if it was like purely personal enjoyment it would yeah, be a five yeah. for me too I think um, the music was really really good it actually reminded me a lot of um, I, I played this computer game uh, for a long time called RuneScape. I played RuneScape. It was an old, like, early 2000s game um, that it's been, like, the 2007 version has been playing for still. And it's, like, MIDI of that score. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, basically, like, a MIDI yeah. version of that score. And it's so, like, nostalgic for me. So even hearing it, I was like, that's the 
RuneScape music, I'm pretty sure. Um, there's stuff like that, seeing like young Arnold. Uh, my favorite Arnold film is Jingle All the Way. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. my top one. Well, mine's Kindergarten Cop, so we're not far off. So. Yeah. <laughs> there is nothing wrong with Kindergarten Cop. No. It's a fantastic awesome. movie. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think I, th- I think it was good. I just I don't think that there was um, quite as much that I was like, oh man, I I I, I mean, it's still a four. Four is still really mm-hmm. high compared to all yeah. the things that we scored. But like for sure. But yeah, I, I don't know. I had a good time. I liked it. I think there's definitely a lot of that like stuff, especially with the music and the shot. I was getting like waves of nostalgia just for like the set design and building yeah. and stuff. Yeah. It felt like one of those like classic movies mm-hmm. for sure. Um, so it was cool. I would also watch this again. I, I was just going like, to say. We don't normally do that, but I would watch this again. I would probably also watch it with um, like my friends or something. Yeah, usually when we have guests, we'll let you know if we would suggest it to somebody else, if we would watch it again. Because that, I think, means more sometimes than the, the Doom score. Because mm. that's like the most important thing. And I would definitely watch it again. So do you Not hate, us? Fives do you hate us forever? <laughs> but... But I, I think, knew it was going to be an uphill battle. But, uh... It's it's also tough with like pulp movies. I feel like too, mm-hmm. where like a lot of the movies that we do are these like huge blockbusters. Like Jaws mm-hmm. made sure. a fuck ton of money in the office or in mm-hmm. the box office yeah. and stuff. And a movie like this is like popular now for reasons other than like why something like Jaws was maybe huge or like Terminator or something sure. like that, right? Mm-hmm. Like it. I don't know, it feels like a movie that has that like pulp following. Yeah. And uh yeah, our, our, it's it's tough to have that like same pull through. Like the room would score very low, I think right. on, on the on the dupe meter. There's mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of that like uh um uh, like the what's the the one Kevin Smith film that we watched? Clerks? Clerks. Mm-hmm. I think scored also pretty low. I think I can't remember, but probably like mid-range low. Yeah, the pulp, pulp movies are tough on the doof meter. Yeah, yeah. I'll put it away. Let's put the doof oh. meter. Oh away. gosh, make me nervous again. I so bright as himself. That's gonna be so loud. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. I hit the mic. I don't think. Yeah, amazing. Sorry to anybody's ears. Yeah. <laughs> well, try to make like so, a sword sound. So what? What was the thing that? Laura was supposed to ask me or yes oh. I think this will be our sign out this time mm. you're okay. gonna ask for a, a question I think right I heard that you know one of my favorite actors or met him or new, new? from school Justin Long I, I did go to uh, college with Justin Long yeah he <laughs> used to perform in the um, uh, laughing stock uh, uh, improv comedy troupe Makes me very happy yeah. just that I've met was... somebody that <laughs> that you have like met two degrees Justin to Justin Long. I do. Yes. Wow. Oh my so. god. My yes. <laughs> Fantastic. That should be the six degrees. Now Laura I'm giving you a Justin five Long. for Conan for the yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Awesome. I think uh, with that, I think we'll we'll call it tonight. Yeah. All right. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you before, for having me. Before this is a lot of fun. The... You guys ever want to watch Conan the Destroyer? First, I'll have to ask what's wrong with you. But <laughs> no. honestly, Conan the Destroyer, far lesser film, but still wildly entertaining. Yeah. Um, is it PG? There, it's PG. Yeah. Jesus Christ. There, 
It is the weirdest, most eclectic 80s cast. It is so strange. Yeah. It is. It has its own distinct pleasures. <laughs> there are things I really like about that film. Love but. it. Amazing. If you would like to enter a world of high adventure... Head over to buttsunningwithbrian.com <laughs> and, and check out all of our past ratings, all of our links to our social medias. Uh, right now, for the rest of this year, we are doing uh, votes on uh, what future episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what is next month? This August is action, action be... movie month. I can't remember. Well, it might uh, be musical? Is it musical? Is it actual musical? I think, I think so. we swapped musical for sci-fi. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. So, it is. So you can cast not, your vote <laughs> for, you know, Les Mis or Chicago. Oh. Chicago. Did we go the Genetic Opera? Yes. Yep. yep. Hamilton. <laughs> um, I, I just watched that. It, I don't know why it took me 15 years, but holy shit, that's amazing. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna throw in some some classics in there. No Les um, Mis. I don't want to cry. I've already I've seen Les Mis. <laughs> yeah. Actually, okay, everything that I listed, I've seen. So I've, I've seen Chicago. Good. I've seen uh, Les Mis. <laughs> There we oh, go. There we, we might go. have a hard time finding one that we all haven't seen. Yeah, yeah. I've surprisingly seen a good amount of musicals. Sweet. But uh, that's it. Head over there. Uh, it's at Real Doofs on most things, I think, is at yeah. Real Real Doofs yep. on Twitter X or whatever they're rebranding yeah. their porn site to. Yep. Um, <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> and that's it. And that, we can punch a camel in the face. <laughs> good oh. food. <laughs> Big sword. (laughs) Crumb. Crumb. I like to imagine they had like a little DVD player in the back and the chickens were all like watching Shrek together or something. Amazing. Amazing. All right.